Hello Leo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Leo October 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see all of the free goodies that I have for you each month. You don't want to miss anything that I work hard to make you. You can also get at that link if you click on the more button underneath the video, the little arrow underneath in the corner there, that will reveal the notes and you can click to it that way. This is for you if Leo is your sun sign, Leo is your moon sign, Leo is your rising sign, or you have any other Leo placement, what I'm going to share in this report is part of your astrological picture. Also important to know that if you're a late degree Leo, so if your birthday is around August 11th through the rest of the sign, or if you have placements within 20 to 29 degrees, and the later in the month of August and the later in the degrees, the more this is true, that you are cuspy. And that means I highly recommend you additionally watch my Virgo reports. You late degree people have more of a complex read and you have to watch the Leo and the Virgo reports in order to get a fuller picture that is for you. Okay, so this month is very exciting. I'm calling it the big wake up and eclipse rumblings. Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, Mercury are all moving from their retrograde position into their direct position that is kind of splitting the nature of the month up in half. Part of the month is still very retrograde, inward and backward. Part of the month is moving towards direct stars, all leading up to a golden moment in this year where we have one of the best launch periods of the whole year in November. And I am going to give you a sneak peek into the November and December. Um, months as it relates to important things that we're talking about for timelines and guiding your energy. And I've got a really great visuals, but we're going to go into um, that in a later segment after we're done with the Leo specific things. Um, but I give you a nice timeline to help you understand these meshing energies, the eclipses, the, the range of those expression, the Venus retrograde that's upcoming because Venus rules a lot of things. And we'll definitely want to know when you can kind of launch some things before that Venus retrograde energy takes um, root. Okay, so we're going to get to all of that, but first let's talk about some Leo-specific must-knows. The first things that thing that Leo must know is that we do have a continued focus on relationships. This is actually true for all of the signs, but because Leo makes this beautiful angle with the Libra energies that are still present, key partnerships, key relationships, whether it's your clients or your spouse or any, uh, you know, anybody that you know in your social contacts, are going to carry some very, very, very major importance for you at this time. That's in a beautiful angle. So continue, you know, this has been going on for a while, especially September, October, November, you might've been feeling it before then, um, where your relationships are really taking front and center in a lot of different ways. And that if you need some help with something, you might need to look to partnering with someone or getting help from someone to make those things happen. So that's a big must know. Another major must know is that as the planets move into Scorpio, that makes an angle that's not as easy as those Libra placements. So you will be feeling that. Some major emotional things will be coming up, but you don't have to fear it. You don't have to worry about it. Just know that there are some emotional blockages, some patterns that you have that are interfering with you stepping to the next level of every aspect of your life, your creativity, your intimacy, your finances, your success in life, all of your other relationships. And these emotional factors are going to come up in a big way and as you address them, had them, you know, take them out front on, just like, this is what we're working with. Do, you know, use your tools, your inner work tools to help clear them. Then you can start to step into the next level of success in every area of your life. So that is a major must know, and you will be feeling that. 
some patterns that have been problems in the past could come up either through addictions or through obsessive compulsive tendencies or through anxiety or through whatever this happens to be for you, you'll have to greet those, work through them, and then push to the other side, okay? So you don't have to fear it, but you'll definitely notice that it will be an emotional month. Something else that's a major must know, and this is more of a long-term thing, but it's being activated at this time because Saturn is waking up. Saturn's one of the planets that are waking up at this time. And Saturn is bringing long-term relationships to you in a big way. Many Leos have gotten engaged, married, having babies, you know, doing business stuff with their partner, you know, moving into collaborations with other people with their businesses. Key long-term people are being drawn to you. People with a karmic feel, like someone like you felt like you were destined to meet. Those people have been coming in for you. And that's going to be true, continuing to be true for a while still. All of the rest of 2021, all of 2022, even into early 2023, especially for those of you later in the sign. Saturn's also going to be testing the relationships that you have in place, okay? So anything that has been in place, you're it's getting tested. Pressure is being put on it. And those things that are strong enough or can get strong enough to sustain the test of Saturnian time are going to pass the tests. And it might crush other things that are going on in your life, like certain relationships, where they won't pass the test. So this is a long-term thing that you're going through. Decisions might have to be made about people in your life. And the earlier part of October might not be the time to make the decision. The time to gather information Make sure that there's nothing else on your end that you can do. Try to do inner work to clear up you know, your end of the dynamic. And then towards the end of October into November, hopefully you'll have more clarity around decisions that you have to make. And then that golden period that we'll talk about later in November could be a good time for making forward movement on things that you have to decide. Now that could mean you're getting engaged, you're getting married, kids are coming, or it might mean you have to file for divorce or make a separation or something like that. So that's going to be very busy in November and things are coming to a head in October. Okay, so Jupiter is also seeking to expand your relationships and bring more freedom in your relationships. This is kind of a strange force that's been going on because Saturn is a restrictor and a pressure bringer and Jupiter is a freedom bringer and an expander and you've had both of those at play in your relationship space. So you'll be seeing more pressure's been on certain relationships, more freedom's been in other ones, expansion that's come through the commitments that you've been making, you know, any different version of restrictions and release and you know there's just a very dynamic um, set of opposing forces that are acting on your relationship space at this time and both of those are going direct at this time as well so this is you know just it's going to bring whatever it's going to bring but there's a ton of focus here and so I wanted to mention that Something else that is going on as far as tests for Leo is that the way that you look at things, your belief systems have been under duress from the planet Chiron. Well, it's actually an asteroid Chiron. And a lot of Leos might have been having an experience of a dark night of the soul or people close to you going through something terrible or you know something that is making you rethink how you lived your life, rethink how you look at death, rethink the things that are the systems that are the foundation for how you are experiencing everything. And those things are under duress from this placement. Now, the good news is that 
that placement that's kind of making those questions come in is also making a favorable aspect to the Leo energies. Okay, so that's helping you to have positive outcomes or renewed vigor once the tests pass and help you to kind of lift up out of the doldrums that come when you have something that's tested in the way that you view things in life. Like let's say you believe in a certain thing very strongly and then something happens and you're like, wow, I don't know if I believe in that anymore. Well, if I don't believe in that, I don't have any foundation for my being and then there's an existential crisis. So there's a lot of that energy surrounding Leos at this time. So if you're going through that, then just kind of have some comfort in knowing that it's just part of the process of what people, certain people are supposed to be experiencing right now and do know that you can make gold with it. You can um, make something good out of it. And this type of chironic um, trine that's going on is actually something that I have in my chart natally all the time. And so I've kind of seen this happen. I've had a lot of hardships in my life, a lot of difficulties in my life, a lot of challenges, but I've been able to make gold with those because as I figure out solutions, I'm able to share with so many people things that I figured out. And so it's helped me and helped me to help other people. And that's what's going on for you. The things that you're going through, the things that you're you're living through and that you're thriving through and that you're coming to answers about and solutions about might not only help you you might be geared towards helping other people and these gemini sagittarius eclipses that are starting to rev up again now okay because starting from the beginning of october we're in eclipse season we've got an eclipse in november and one in december but starting at the beginning of october we're in the season because four to six weeks before the first eclipse in the cycle everything starts to activate. So the storylines that started around March 2020, everybody knows what happened in March 2020, the world shut down, right? So the eclipse cycle has been linked to part of the storylines that have been going on with this. And we're coming to some kind of conclusion, not the final conclusion, but you know, a wrapping up of things that have gone on. And you'll find that in your individual stories, you'll find that in your community, you'll find that in the world. But part of what this relates to is how we take in information and how we put out information. And this is calling for the Leos among us to find your voice and to teach and help other people with the things that you've discovered. So Chiron is working here to help you with this. The nodes are working here, which of course the nodes are in direct relationship to the eclipses because the north and south node are moving through the signs that are the eclipses that are happening. Okay, so the eclipses happen on the, um, the nodal points in, uh, of the uh, ecliptic. So that's, what, that's what's going on. So that's just, in case you didn't know that, those are always going to match there. And then as we get into the Taurus-Scorpio nodal placements coming soon, the Taurus-Scorpio eclipses are going to be taking front and center. And of course, we'll talk about where those will hit for you in the November and December reports. And I will talk about more of um, some timelines as to when we experienced this eclipse cycle that's closing out now before, and when we experienced this new eclipse cycle that's starting in history. So you can kind of look back and see, um, you know, what types of things might be coming up for you that were coming up then. So in any case, this is back to the story of, okay, Leos have gone through some stuff and now is the time for you to ask the question, are you supposed to be helping people with what you have figured out as you've lived through these things? Okay, so let's see. There's also a lot of activity in the cousins 
aunts, uncles, nephews, nieces kind of arena. So you might know that you know, you're getting information, you're getting news from those relatives in your life, maybe seeing them or having you know, communication with them. Um, things having to do with your devices and your cars and things like that might be coming up in a big way. If you have to make a big purchase, like a computer or a vehicle or something like that, if you can do it in November, especially in this golden period, which we'll get to, that would be ideal. If something comes up this month and you can't get around it, maybe you can do something temporary until you get into that golden period because things are starting to really light up for you to enhance your transportation, enhance your, your communication um, and your devices that and modes of transportation that go along with that. Okay, let's see what else is going on. Um, Pluto is still working on your health sector, okay? So Pluto can be very combustive. So if you have a Leo placement and you've been going through a lot of health issues, then just know that Pluto is working at this. And there might be a link between the things that you figure out with your health and your vocation, okay? So this is another line of energy that Leos are going through where experiences that you're having might turn around and start to change how you're showing up in the world with your um, your work and your career. And if you are, have a Leo placement and you don't need to make money, then this could be just your higher purpose of how you're showing up in the world, regardless of whether you're making money from that. Maybe it's not employment, maybe it's just what you're offering to the world. But there are things that are getting wrapped up in these years as Pluto is leaving um, Capricorn. I mean, it's not leaving anytime soon, but you're at the end of the cycle of Pluto moving through Capricorn. So you're moving towards the end of a cycle of a storyline with health karma. So hopefully you've been having insights. If not, Pluto can still be delivering those to you. Okay, so another must know is that we are going to have a few more um, this month between, let's see, in June we started this trend, June, July, August, September, October, we have more challenging aspects compared to sweet ones, okay? And if you want a write-up of all of the sweet aspects, all the salty aspects, what they are, what the dates are, what you can expect from them, delivered into your inbox one month early, then go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter. I only send out a few emails each month, so you're not signing up for getting spammed with stuff. I'm not into that. Um, but I do deliver things that I think will be helpful to you for working with all the energies that are present, and this newsletter is one of those things. So we do have more salty aspects than sweet ones, and that means you're going to feel these bumps in the road, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Just as you're feeling them, you're like, what the heck is going on? It could just be that these um, jolts with Uranus, these inconjuncts, which are awkward aspects, you know, every so often we're like, bam, bump, 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 and you're getting bumped with them, like trying to move freely on a road and then there's speed bumps and you get jostled when you go over them, but it goes through pretty quickly, so that is another must know. They're gonna happen but they could be shaking loose some belief systems or some ways of doing things that could help you to clear your energy field out and make way for the new things that want to come in. If you have creative projects or you have to make any big decisions, this is a time to be getting everything ready. It's not, doesn't have the best oomph for, for your launches just yet. You'll have that in November, we'll talk about that in a second, but this is a time to dot your I's and cross your T's and wrap up your projects to make them ready to bring out into the world. Okay, so that's a major must know. So now let's talk about this timeline that I've been referring to and 
the um, little bit more about the eclipse cycles that we're stepping into and previous dates that you know happen with them so you have some frames of reference. Okay, so to understand the theme, the big wake up for October 2021, it's easier I think to see it in a visual um, context and also to understand October compared to November and December and what we've got going on in this cluster of time will help you to better understand the energy of this month. All right, so the first thing of note that we've got going on is that these outer planets are waking up. So Pluto on October 6th, Saturn on the 11th, Jupiter on the 18th, and then we've got Mercury also waking up. This is an inner planet, but we've still been in this Mercury retrograde period, um, you know, since September. So the energy for the first half or so of the month is very much retrograde, okay? And then every day, the 19th, 20th, 21st, every day we march into October, later in the month, these energies that just woke up start to get stronger, all right? So by the time we're at November 3rd, Mercury retrograde is clear and we enter this golden period of the 3rd through the 17th before the Venus shadow period starts. Venus shadow starts November 18th, gets stronger as the month of November goes on. Venus goes retrograde on December 19th. Okay, so you can see this time between November 3rd and the 17th is this golden opening where these planets are, have gained a lot of momentum. Mercury is completely strong. Venus has not yet started to slip. So now, now that we understand this, we'll get back to some of these other pieces here. Let's talk about the retro energies and direct energies and how you use them differently. So basically, the first half of October, we'll say through, of course, the 18th, because that's when everything goes direct. It's very strong in this, and this lingers throughout October, but it starts to get lighter and lighter as the month goes on, and as the month goes on, it gets more into these energies, and then the 3rd through the 17th of November is really, really strong with this energy, okay? So in retrograde time, we want to deal with what comes up more rather than trying to do future planning or, you know, think too much ahead. We want to clear out clutter in any area of our lives, our health, our relationships, our houses, our desk. We want to leave things unscheduled because last minute magic can show up and the more space you have to receive it, the better. This is a fantastic time for research, not as much the big launches and decisions and agreements and all of this stuff, um, unless it's unavoidable, but researching these things and making you know um, your pros and cons list, getting information so that you can strike when the iron's hot. The retro time, so you know it's basically all of October, but especially through around the 18th. We want to wrap up loose ends and finish old projects. Also, retrogrades are known for confusion where you can't see that far ahead. You're not sure about what you want to do with any of these kind of things, you know. Um, and if you know that that's, that's happening, then it's okay because you know that it's likely going to clear. 
It's a time to be in the moment and it's a time to honor the flow and, and not force anything. Now, as we get later in October, you'll start to feel the clarity coming back, especially once we get into November, the zest and ideas for new projects, things like big launches, like getting your book out, your creative babies of any sort, your big decisions, your agreements, your paperwork, your investing, your moves, anything like that, future planning, and that back to push and initiate mode away from the don't force mode is another important change that starts to evolve as October goes on. And the more you can do these things in this November 3rd through 17th, 3rd through 17th, you'll have all of the oomph of the direct motion. And I always liken this, this time to when the tide is going out. Retrograde is like when the tide is going in. If you try to push a message in a bottle out on the shore, you know, to go out to the sea, it's probably going to come bobbing right back to you. That's why these things are better indicated in the retrograde time. But as we move into the direct time, it's time to put your boat afloat, to have the, the action of the tides going out, you know, to put your bottle out to sea, to, to, to put all of your energy out there because you have oomph. Now, as we get into the 18th, the tides from the Venus perspective start slowly rolling in, okay? But there is quite a bit of usable, what I call usable energy for the rest of November. And I'm just giving you this little sneak peek to understand this, even though we're talking about October, because October is more in this retrograde mode. And then November is more in this direct mode, you see? So this will help you to better guide your actions in October to understand the energies of November more. But you will have some usable energy for the rest of November. You just have to use it w with caution. And you, if you want to get a sneak peek about this, we'll talk about this more in the November report. But look for Annie Botticelli Venus Retrograde. I have a whole Venus and Retrograde blog series. I've got a really great detailed video. And um, also my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, has a very big section on these Venus Retrograde energies. Okay, so now... Back to this energy in October, we also have at the beginning of the month, eclipse season is beginning, okay? Because the first eclipse is November 19th, but eclipse season starts around four to six weeks before the actual eclipse. So that places us right back here at the beginning of October. Okay, so besides this big wake up for these outer planets and Mercury, We've got eclipse season beginning, so, you know, those life-changing pieces of information, those life-changing experiences, those very big goodbyes, those very big hellos, and this is a very big wrap-up because this season holds the last eclipse in the Sagittarius-Gemini um, cycle. So what we're wrapping up here, and this energy is starting to make itself manifest in October, which is why we're talking about it now, the Sagittarius-Gemini eclipse cycle has been in effect since around March 2020. And everybody remembers that month will go down in infamy when the world shut down. So things wrapping up at this time. Also, if you want to have some context, you can think back. So basically, it was the, the eclipse cycle was from May 2020. But again, the four to six week period started us in March through around January of 2022. Okay, so we're here in October, we're starting to get the pieces falling together of closing out this cycle. If you want to have context as to when the last time that cycle happened, 
the Sagittarius-Gemini eclipse cycle. It was around 2010 to 2012. So you might see some similar storylines that came up at that time. Now what we're starting in this new cycle is the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle. And of course, we'll go into way more details about this in the November and December reports when the actual eclipses occur, but it's important for you to know these things now because the eclipse season starts in early October. So think back to the end of 2002 and um, to like through 2003 and then the second half of 2012 to early 2014. <clears throat> then we've got now August 2021 through the end of 2023. And the reason why we have August here is because we do start to see a few months even before the eclipse cycle begins that sometimes little hints will come in. So that's very, very sensitive, you know, um, might be harder to see that energy. So we'll just put it back to October 2021 through the end of 2023 is the Taurus Scorpio cycle. So the things that are coming in now are going to really big, be big players through the end of 2023. And we'll go into details about exactly where that hits in your chart um, in the November and December reports. For our purposes for October, just know that it's a big wrap up of the old eclipse cycle and the big beginning of the new eclipse cycle as this eclipse season starts this month. Okay, so I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of October 2021 and beyond. If you would like even more information, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That is the interface for all of the things that I do for you each month, the connection to my podcast and my Pinterest and my school and my blogs and all of that you can find there. If you would like to be an astrologer as your profession or just to do it to help your friends and family and yourself, you will love my becoming a professional astrologer mastery course. If you think I put a lot of details into these monthly reports, month after month, year after year, you should see what goes on, the comprehensive nature of that course, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.